This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Hope everyone's doing great today. We have some interesting news from Starbase that has just happened over the last 48 hours, and we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, thank you very much, Michael Maxey, for hanging out. Billy, of course. Will Elon Musk uh, be happy when this launch gone wrong? Um, I don't think he'll be happy if it goes wrong, but also he understands that the um, the launch possibly couldn't go right. <laughs> Gives it about a 60% chance, I believe, is the last thing that I heard from him um, about the probability of it clearing the tower and continuing on over the Gulf of Mexico, where they'll hopefully hot separate the booster and the ship. So hopefully that works out well and we don't get to use the uh, we don't have to use the FTS over the Gulf of Mexico again. And we're going to take a skip back in time so we can kind of understand where we're at right now. And then we'll get into the FTS stuff. And that's, it's a really interesting thing that just happened the other day. So the FTS is the flight termination system, if you're not aware. So let's go, let's go back. Let's go back to the Wayback machine. The Wayback machine, here we go. Just a couple of days ago, we have the uh, FCC Space Licenses Twitter account uh, posted between 907 and 223, um, 907, 2023 and 223, 2024, the FCC posted that SpaceX is allowed to launch their ship and communicate. Now, this doesn't mean that the FCC has regulation to launch the ship. It just means that when the ship launches, the FCC says SpaceX can communicate between the booster and the ground and the ship and the ground. So that's a hint that this is coming soon, the, that the flight is coming soon. Then we have another one, another one. I think this is the one. Yeah, this is the one. This looks like a bunch of random stuff, right? Coordinates. Now, this is important, though. These coordinates are important because this is for hazardous operations. Approximately September 8th, 2023, mariners operating offshore in waters east of Bronzeville, Texas, are advised of rocket launch activities and hazardous, uh, associated hazardous areas, which may impact navigation interests. Navigational hazards from rocket launching activity may include, and this is the best part, falling debris and or descending vehicles or vehicle components under various means of control. Now, these various means of control could be no control, because you do not understand, and you do, you have also the FTS that may blow stuff up. So these components could just fall to the ground. 
And also they could do some sort of boost back burn and softly land the booster in the Gulf of Mexico if everything goes well. Is that in the flight pattern? Uh, yes, it is. Or in the flight profile? Yes, it is. So moving forward, SpaceX may be doing a soft landing if everything works well. Enough hot staging works well and the ship like flies off into the distance uh, atop a booster, then booster may do a soft landing in the Gulf of Mexico. We're not sure yet. We're not sure if this is going to happen or not. So Mariner should avoid all waters within uh, flight trajectories originating from launch sites in the vicinity of Boca Chica Beach in Brownsville, Texas. So basically, uh, I explained this in the last live stream that Starbase is literally like a mile away, not even from the beach. It's you can walk it in 10 minutes. And if you really hurry, you can do it in seven. Um, you see people going from Starbase down to the beach all the time. I used to go from Starbase. I used to film at Starbase and then I would go to the beach uh, after a hot day. Like it's 100 degrees there some days. And you're like, well, the Gulf of Mexico is right there. I might as well jump in. So some days I would walk from where I had my camera set up right next to Starbase and uh, put them in my car, of course, and keep them secure in my trunk. And then I would just take my towel and walk down to the beach. And it's literally right there. So um, do not float your boat. Don't take anything into the water. Don't be on the beach. Don't take your pool floaty. Don't put your pickle rick uh, floaty out into the Gulf of Mexico because you're not allowed to. And you could get fined a tremendous amount of money for doing that. And you could also postpone this launch. So do not do that. And that is why we have the net launch date of September 8th up here in the corner. Because September 8th is no earlier than launch date. So this is the key indicator right here is the uh, NOTAM for the um, for the launch. So possibly September 8th. I don't know. There's a poll going on in chat. So let me know what's going on. Let me know what you think. When is this thing going to launch? We have right now we have 66% say September 27 or 21%. Oh, it just went up 66 September, 20 October, 6% say November and 8% say December. So everyone is kind of, they're all over the place at the bottom, but most people think it's going to happen in September. So let me know in the chat if you're here to, uh, you know, let me know. Let me hear your voice. The hunt for Red October on the 8th of September. Yeah, I I really hope it happens sooner than later, uh, but there are some key indicators that show this is going to happen very soon, maybe. So so in the way the way I'm saying that is like very soon, because we don't really know what the FAA is going to do. SpaceX can get everything ready and they can show that the FAA can show the FAA that they're ready to launch and they're ready to go. And the FAA could still have a few things for SpaceX to do. Now, we have to talk about another thing, which I want to show you. Uh, this is from the other day, too. And these all lead up to a launch. So these all lead up to a launch. And I want to show you some of these things, which are pretty important. So this is a, a post from Starship 24 with this first booster stabilizer pin removed from the OLM. This is a good sign. We are very close to launching. This happened last time right before IFT2. So basically, these stabilizer pins 
stabilize the booster when it's put onto the launch pad or when it's taken off the launch pad, right? So once they remove these pins, more than likely, like 99% chance that this booster isn't, uh, they don't plan on moving the booster. So this booster is there until they launch it. So these stabilizer pins, um, I think there's another post from Ship24 about this, but I'll show you what they look like if it's on here. I'm not sure. Let me let me see if I can scroll through and find it. There they are. So these are the stabilizer pins. Um, the pins are located here on the OLM. They're used to help align the booster when being set down on uh, the 20 hold down clamps to make sure it's centered. So basically, they're there to put it on and to take it off to stabilize it. Uh, they were also removed right before IFT1 to be to avoid being damaged from launch. So there you go. These pins have been removed. And this is from RGV uh, for the pick. But here's another one um, from uh, Randolph Visuals. Uh, Cosmical Chief Ship 25 now has its S25 logo. Hope this makes it official. I don't want to be spreading any rumors. No more hashtag, no more rumors. But Ship 25, there you go. It has its liveries on, has the SpaceX logo, has the S25. It is ready. And I think they have a few more heat tiles to go before they can stack this thing. But coming up in the next the next phase is they're going to finish up what they need to finish up with the uh, with the ship. And then they're going to move the ship down to the launch site. And when they move it down to the launch site after that, they're going to stack it on top of the booster. And this is kind of, this is what happened for the IFT-1 and it's, uh, could change, you know, anything with SpaceX, like it's subject to change. So anything that they did with IFT-1, there's a possibility that they changed it with IFT-2 because there may be a better way to do it and SpaceX may have found a better way to do it. So um, when they move it down to the launch pad, they'll take the ship, put it on top of the booster, they'll raise it up with the arms, which is ingenious if you think about it. Those arms are absolutely massive. They pick up this gigantic rocket and they put it on top of this gigantic booster. They do a fit check. They make sure all the ground systems work, make sure all the plumbing works, uh, wet dress rehearsal it, take down the ship from the booster, and then they will arm the flight termination system, put it back on top of the booster, and then they're pretty much ready to roll. They have to do some checks before they launch this thing, but it looks like it's in a really good spot. And here, let me show you this. I want to show you, speaking of the uh, FTS, the flight termination system, post from Starship Gazer, FTS flight termination system explosives were delivered today and work has be, uh, was being performed on Booster 9's FTS at the same time. Definitely signs that a launch is near. So there's a few comments down below of this post, but here you can see that the explosives were delivered and they were working on the booster to uh, get these, uh, get this ready to go. Um, so this is the, these are the comments that I wanted to tell you about. Some of these comments below. Any idea on when Booster 7 got FTS explosive compared to launch date? Uh, DJ said Saturday afternoon previous to Monday's attempt. And then SLS, uh, Scott likes SLS. No, they removed the FTF safety pins on Saturday afternoon. The FTS was installed a few weeks before. So if the FTS is installed a few weeks before of IFT2, 
or IFT one. We're at September first right now. The no earlier than is September eighth. So there's a possibility anywhere between September eighth and like the twentieth, we could see a launch of Starship IFT two. So you know, according to what happened with IFT one. So the safety pins were removed Saturday, and then they launched on Monday. So they also had, um, you know, they, they got ready for those few days. Everybody was out of there that didn't need to be there. You know, they they took everybody out of there and they shoot every one off and they closed the roads, everything um, that they needed to do before um, before they launched this thing. And speaking of road closures, so road closures are another indication of what's going on at Starbase. And here's the public notice to Cameron County order to temporarily close State Highway 4 and Boca Chica Beach. There are no road closures scheduled for the foreseeable future. Uh, that doesn't mean that there won't be road closures, but it also means that we don't have any they don't have any plans on moving ship 25 as of right now. And since it's Friday, the only time that they usually do this is on a weekday if they do it during the day, but if they do it during the night and they have a kind of a, an agreement with Cameron County that they don't do any sort of movement during the weekend. So Cameron County uh, people and people visiting can use the beach and, you know, use highway four all the way to the beach because uh, beaches are public lands and you can't stop uh, people from going to the beach. So uh, SpaceX is working with Cameron County to kind of, Make sure that people can get through. And most of the time they don't move things during the, you know, during the the normal work day. Uh, but they could do it really early in the morning, like seven o'clock in the morning or something like that. So uh be forewarned that this may change at any time. It's subject to change, so to speak. So we could possibly get uh we could get a rollout, you know, right before right before uh this weekend. You know, it could be like one of those things where they say, OK, it's after five o'clock. Uh, Camera County, can we go in like and they do? Sometimes they do sort of uh, temporary things, order closing, uh, alternative dates, you know, a temporary and intermediate road delay on a portion of State Highway 4. Right. Here's another one that we can take a look at real quick. And this is a. Uh, uh, please be advised that on August 22nd, 2023, we'll be conducting transportation operations sometime between 8 a.m. and 12 p.m. And in the alternative between 12 and 4, the transport will take approximately one hour. The beach and highway will remain open throughout the operation. However, traffic may be delayed for a short duration. So if they do this, because ship 25 isn't that far away, I mean, it could, it takes them about an hour-ish altogether to like move the ship and, um, you know, maybe get it down to the launch pad about an hour. Let's just say like roughly an hour, maybe a little bit more. Um, then this could be a thing, too, where they do like a, a thing where they say, OK, the day before we're going to move this thing for, you know, we're going to let traffic through as well. So there's a possibility August 22nd. Let's see when that was what they what kind of day that was. Um, August 22nd was on a Tuesday. It was on a Tuesday between 8 a.m. and noon. So there's possibility maybe they could do it uh, Monday. Maybe they could do it Tuesday, you know, something like that some, sometime during the workday. Uh, but most of the time they don't close down the highway um, unless they absolutely need to. But like I said here, 
transportation uh, operations, Highway 4 between 8 and noon, then noon to 4. So there's a possibility any one of those times transport will take approximately one hour. And it might take, it'll take a little bit longer to get ship 25 down there. The beach and highway will remain open through the operation. However, traffic may be delayed. So it's not like a bad thing, right? You're going down Highway 4. Hey, thanks, Jim, for that, uh, for that membership. Thanks for becoming a space cadet. I don't even know if we have alerts on right now. Boom. There we go. You got some starships. You got a starship launch. Thanks so much, Jim. Um, so how what what would you think you know you're going down to the beach and you're just a regular person when i was in brownsville i met so many people that had never been to the spacex facility like never been and to me that was insane like that was crazy this they're building the world's biggest rocket literally 20 minutes from your house and you don't know anything about you've never seen it I don't understand that. And Brownsville isn't that big, you know, um, they've never heard of it. I when I went there, I I went to the uh, wireless store. I think it was AT&T when I was there. I went to AT&T and I was getting a, a wireless um, a hotspot so I could live stream from there. There's like tons of live streams, too, when I was there. So if you want to check those out, they're in the archives somewhere. But uh, AT&T had a hotspot. And the only way that you could get service down there, this is before Starlink was available down there. Uh, was through a hotspot or numerous hotspots. So I went in there and I was talking to uh, the salesperson and she said, um, oh yeah, we're, how are you going to use this? And I said, oh yeah, I'm live streaming. Like, is this is this going to be fast enough to live stream video to YouTube? And she said, oh yeah, of course. Like our network is great and it works down there. And like, there were a couple people that told me that AT&T works down there. So this is going to be great for you. I said, oh, cool. Um, I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm live streaming the rocket, like doing commentary and stuff. It'll be really fun. You should check it out. And she said, Rocket? <laughs> and to me, I was like, what? How do you not know? This is with Ship 24 and Booster 7. Um, whoa. Jim, thank you so much. Wow, that's so cool. Thanks for the gifted subs. That's really cool. Um, Aiden, welcome to the Cosmos crew. Look at that present you get. So even though they're 20 minutes away. Thank you, Jim. I really do appreciate that. It really helps out a ton. Um, even though they're 20 minutes away from the largest rocket ever, they didn't even, re they didn't even know that it was there. So could you imagine going down highway four and not knowing that there's a temporary and intermittent road delay <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you see this gigantic rocket pull out with this crawler out of the road and you're like, what is this? Like, could you, could you imagine that? Like if you're just a normal person that doesn't know anything about rockets, you don't know anything about space flight. And then this just like shows up and you're like, what is going on here? And then you and your family who are just like trying to chill at the beach. I couldn't even imagine because I was stuck behind some stuff down there. I was stuck behind, I think it was a booster. That wasn't a booster move. It was a, um, I think it was a thrust puck or something. I think they're moving a thrust puck. And I I was like, I was like, what is that thing? So I couldn't even imagine because I had never seen a thrust puck in my in my real life, but I've seen them online. Um uh, Michael Maxi, thank you so much for that super chat. 
uh, SpaceX Starbases move boosters and ships during early mornings before sunrise in the beach opening. Oh, yeah, I have seen I've seen them move some stuff super early, too. So they may do this super early, maybe on like a Saturday or a Sunday or something like that. So that's a really good observation, Michael. Thank you for that super chat, too. Um, but I couldn't even imagine, like, what would you think? I met people when I was down there and I've told the story before. So uh, I apologize to anybody who's heard it before. But I've met people that go to Starbase area and you get some starships, too, by the way, for your generous donation, Michael. Um, people that just show up. I met a a couple that were that came from Maine. They drove or they flew down and then they were driving a rental car and they went down to Starbase because they wanted to go bird watching. And apparently at that nature preserve or all around Starbase, there's some things that you can't see other places. So they were there just to see the birds. And I was parked right next to them and we had a little conversation and I had like my big lens and I had my camera and stuff and um they were, uh, she came out with her camera and I was like, oh, cool. Like another, you know, rocket watcher. This is awesome. <laughs> Not so much though. Not so much. She was like, oh, I'm here to see the green herring or whatever, whatever, green herring or whatever it was. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's cool. So we had a conversation about the wildlife and how there's like a whole wildlife, like, uh, there's like a, like a, um, like people from all over the world come there and see these exotic or weird birds or something. And I had no idea. So it's the opposite of what I was thinking, which is like, you don't know about this rocket. And she was probably thinking, you don't know about these birds. <laughs> so, so to me, like I could even, I couldn't even imagine like it with me knowing what I know about this stuff too. Um, knowing that a ship like ship 25, and these are ginormous, like, I couldn't even imagine like what a regular person would think about this, because if you've seen them in real life, the ship by itself is incredible. It doesn't even make sense. Like it, I don't even understand it still. Um, but I've seen numerous and I know how big they are, but I couldn't even imagine if somebody just goes like, it's 150 feet tall sky it's like a 15 story skyscraper you know the thing is huge so that like just bip, 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 like going super slow down the road <laughs> they're like what's going on i gotta wait like an hour for this thing eh, it's kind of cool i guess it would be an interesting uh interesting topic to bring back home with you too after you go to the you know you go see all the birds and stuff and you're doing your birding next thing you know there's another topic to talk about. So that's pretty interesting. I think that that's really cool. So the big news is that the flight termination system has been installed or is being installed uh, and being, well, I should say, uh, is prepping to be installed at Starbase right now on the booster. And when they get the ship to the, um, to the uh, launch site, they'll prep the ship after they destack it, possibly. So uh, more than likely, they're going to destack it and then arm it. Because I don't know if that's regulations or not, if they have to destack it what, to, to arm the uh, FTS. So we'll see. We'll see what happens because they may have found a better way to do it um, with, with uh, this version of IFT2, you know. So we'll see. Um, 
Aiden, welcome. <laughs> I like your, uh, I like the emote. That's awesome. I think Starship will be rolled out in the next two days. SpaceX is being slow because of FAA license. Just curious said that in chat. Um, I agree. And FAA still has to sign off on Starship, uh, the next launch. And also there were some workers nearby in the last uh, 24 hours, I believe, that were doing cleanup of IFT2 stuff. So whether it's concrete or just like stuff that was blown all over the place, uh, I think it's one of those things where uh, IFT1 did some damage, nothing like irreversible, but just stuff was blown everywhere. So there was a team that went out there, cleaned up some stuff. Maybe the FAA saw that and said, hey, you got to clean this up before you launch again. So they were getting really close and it was done within an hour or so. It was just like done almost immediately. So they put it in a dumpster and that's it. Yeah. And that, that was pretty much all of that. And now we have to wait for the ship to come down the road. It's going to be great. I think they might do it in the morning, though, Michael. I think you I think you're onto something there. I think they might do it early in the morning. Um, maybe maybe not the weekend. I don't know. I have to look into it, but I, I think they're probably going to do it early next week. I think they're going to do it Monday or Tuesday. What do you guys think? Do you think it's going to be Monday or Tuesday that they roll ship 25 down to the launch pad? Or do you think they're going to wait? You know, they're going to wait for like a week. They they might have some other things to do with the booster and the ground systems, but I think they're going to get it down there as soon as they can. Um, Michael says, uh, we recently had a rare sighting of a blue heron near Starbase. Oh, nice. I've seen some herons down there, man. Um, I don't know if they're blue herons. I have some footage of them and I should post them uh, because they are, they're interesting. Uh, so I think it might be kind of a cool thing to post them just as a, as a little side note for people to kind of see what's going on. Like as you're filming at Starbase, you pretty much like on highway four, if, if you're filming going eastbound on highway four, uh, before you get to the launch pad, there's a whole like right next to, um, there's a like a flag and there's a, a commemorative commemorative area there. If you stand there and film Starbase from Earth Starship from there, there's just wildlife all around you. It's incredible. There's little birds everywhere. There's these big heron kind of things. Um, I don't know what they are. So I sound like if I don't know, <laughs> if I don't know what it is. There's some big birds with long legs. So it looks like a stork to me, you know. But I don't know anything about birds. So I was just like filming them going like, this is cool. I'm going to show my friends. So um, I should post that, though. I should dig that up. It's on my hard drive over there. And um, I'll have to render that out. And maybe I'll post that today. It's kind of a fun thing to do for everybody. Some wildlife at Starbase. So, but it's all over the place down there. It's absolutely incredible. Um, but I don't know if it was a blue heron or if it was a regular heron. I don't know the difference. So I'd have to post it. Maybe, maybe you can tell me what the difference, Michael, when I post it up. Um, you have a lot of those up there, Jim. I don't know. Let me see what a blue heron looks like. Oh, I don't think, eh, I don't think this is the same one. Maybe though. I'll have to look at the footage. Those are really pretty, though. Those are weird looking. Why are herons? Why are herons the way they are? That's such a weird thing. Um, they're just like long, <laughs> long and lanky. They look like dinosaurs. That's crazy. 
Uh, but yeah, we're we're just waiting to see what SpaceX does uh, in the next few days because it's possible. Possible they could roll out ship twenty five early in the weekend, and that's pretty much that's pretty much all of the latest news. Um, what does Elon Musk say here? Uh, getting ready for next Starship flight. This is a another post that I was uh, going to bring up because this was August twenty eighth, so a few days ago. Right, getting ready for the next Starship flight. They are getting ready for the next Starship flight, and. Because Elon posted this, it's only two weeks away. <laughs> and that's, if you know anything about Elon, he says two weeks about everything. Two weeks, two months, you know, something like that. So, yeah, a couple, couple weeks away from the launch. So, it seems like we are actually a couple weeks away from the launch, though. So, I'm going to be here for the whole thing. Uh, I'm going to update you as much as possible and continue this live coverage uh, when something happens, I'll pop on. We'll go over it, take a look at it. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'm live at 1 p.m. Eastern time. So make sure to tune in for that. Also, if you could, take a second and hit the subscribe button if you're not subscribed already, because that'll help us uh, get to our next goal of 100,000 subscribers, because we're at 91,200 right now. Uh, so if we can get a couple here and there, that'd be great. Um, and continue on our on our journey toward a hundred thousand subscribers. Maybe that's, that's our goal before the, not before the Starship launch. Cause that would be almost impossible unless they, unless they postpone it for like a year. But uh, thanks everybody for subscribing today. Thank you, Michael, for the $10 super chat, Jim. Thanks for the gifted subs and the space cadet. Um, I really do appreciate new memberships. Uh, they really do help in their, um, I think help, us continue us i mean me help me continue doing this on uh, a regular basis so thank you so much to everybody who's contributed today and everybody who's liked the video too um let's see normal herons are white herons are part of the same genus as storks oh okay and flamingos and pelicans interesting okay spacex gamer how's it going all right well that's it for me today everybody i'm going to leave the live tracker up so people know what's going on I'll leave the, I don't know if I can leave the, uh, the alerts on here. Let's see, because if I do, there we go. That's about it. I think that's it today. Thanks everybody. Um, yeah, I don't, I never know how to end these things. <laughs> so, uh, maybe I'll just fade away.